Ms. Vergara, what did you find out about beluga whales and how they identify themselves? Well, I found out that every beluga whale produces a contact call that has characteristics that allow other animals to identify that particular beluga whale. And what we're still trying to look into, and we're doing this in the St. Lawrence River estuary, is whether they also share some calls with closely related uh, companions so that other animals are able to identify not just individuals, but uh, groups of related individuals that, that hang out together. And these in Beluga society are, tend to be a small matrilineal unit of grandmothers, mothers, and daughters, da- daughters or offspring from previous years. It's quite fascinating. What does it tell us about the Belugas? Uh, well, you know, communicative complexity is, is usually quite strongly related to social complexity. So it really is not surprising. Belugas are an incredibly socially complex species. They live for many years just like humans, and they form very long-term, strong relationships, and they need to keep track of one another. They need to keep track of these relationships. And how do you do that in the ocean, in an aquatic environment that is dark and turbid, where vision is is really quite ineffective? You need sound. And so... You do with sound what humans do through, through vision uh, very often. Now, what are the obstacles to sound? Well, the main one is, is, of course, noise pollution. I mean, something that makes sound be so effective for communication has the counterside of um, making it so that because sound, sound transmits so well in water and so much more efficiently and faster than in air, when we inject noise, into the ocean, we're also masking um, the communication or echolocation sounds of animals that depend on these sounds to survive. So that, that's the danger. How do you think it might be affecting them? Well, sound affects noise pollution, basically, uh, from all sorts of human activities, affects whales in a number of ways. It can mask their communication sounds, which means it can compromise the ability of social companions or even mothers and calves to hear one another, which can be a problem for animals that rely on each other uh, for survival. Um, it can affect the ability of these whales to find food, to ecolocate properly. Um, it, it can uh, create some stress. There might be behavioral avoidance. There might be avoidance of places that are really good for the whales to have to find food, for example. And uh, there's a number of very important ways in which noise pollution really is an issue for acoustic species. What do you think should be done? Well, there's a number of things that that can be done. Uh, Establishing regulations for quiet sanctuaries is the main one. Uh, We know that to be effective, and uh, we can also uh, apply uh, both quieting technologies and uh, that is something that uh, might be expensive, but it is doable. It can be done. There have been quiet submarines out there for decades, so it's not beyond our reach. And I think many companies are, are starting to look into these things. We can keep our distance from the whales. So the regulatory distance of, for example, 400 meters from the beluga whales in the St. Lawrence is a good start. 
Um, there's certainly solutions when we talk about noise pollution in the oceans, which is promising. It's, it's a good thing. It's an issue that does have solutions. It's, it's, what we need to do is care, of course. How important is this? What is the state of the belugas in the St. Lawrence? In the St. Lawrence, belugas are endangered because of their lack of uh, recovery. Um, there's about 880 animals or so. Calves have been dying in record numbers since 2008. They've uh, been found uh, dead in the, on the St. Lawrence uh, estuary and its shores uh, for a number of, of reasons. Uh, food availability, global warming, ecosystem shifts, uh, uh, contaminants in the environment, toxic algal blooms, and of course, noise and disturbance uh, are a big issue as well. So this population is really being bombarded by all sorts of factors that affect their ability to recover, uh, which is a real pity because they are, um, you know, the southernmost population. It's a genetically isolated population. It's it's a gem of a species that we stand to lose. Thank you very much for telling us about it. Oh, my pleasure.